0: Speedo Diplomacy. That and other stories on H2O Radio's weekly news report about water. I'm Jamie Sudler.
1: I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water...
0: Last week, the Chinese Navy seized a U.S. underwater drone near the Philippines. The first press reports about the seizure made it sound like the U.S. was involved in a high school science project.
1: After hearing initial reports, one wondered why the Chinese would be so concerned about a six-foot-long drone that seemed simply to be testing water temperature and salt content.
0: According to the Wall Street Journal, the drones do more than harmless research. They track foreign submarines and help underwater water navigation. The salinity and temperature data are important in sonar detection.
1: Beijing urged the U.S. to stop carrying out the reconnaissance missions in what the Chinese consider to be their waters.
0: China's access to deeper areas of the Pacific Ocean is not as easy as one might think. The country is effectively blocked by neighboring island nations.
1: The whole incident reflects growing tensions between Washington and Beijing over the South China Sea.
0: Water wonks and others gathered last week at the Colorado River Water Users Association meeting in Las Vegas.
1: For months prior to the conference, officials from California, Arizona, and Nevada have been attempting to reach agreement on how to reduce Colorado River usage. The states want to
0: address what happens if the current drought becomes more severe because it is not clear legally who would get how much if water levels fall more and everyone wants to avoid litigation.
1: As reported by former journalist, now author John Fleck, it was learned at the conference that there will not be a deal among lower basin states before the inauguration.
0: A sticking point in reaching a deal is what to do about the drying Salton Sea. Farmers in the Imperial Valley Water District want a solution because as that large lake loses water, dust blowing from its bed will threaten crops and pose a serious health risk.
1: Meanwhile, there was another development last week on the Colorado River. Current Interior Secretary Sally Jewell signed an agreement allowing the Bureau of Reclamation to manage Glen Canyon Dam and Lake Powell for another 20 years.
0: The dam and reservoir behind it have attracted criticism because water seeps into the ground due to the porous sand Stone underneath.
1: On the other side of the controversy, Rep. Rob Bishop, a Republican from Utah, says the agreement favors fish protection over hydropower users.
0: At year's end, it's common to reflect about the important people who passed away during the preceding 12 months, like actor Gene Wilder and musician David Bowie.
1: But we're also remembering the passing of the Arctic. The Arctic we used to know, that is.
0: NOAA released its annual Arctic Report Card last week, and the grades are not good.
1: Jeremy Mathis, director of the Arctic Research Program, said in a news conference that 2016 was unlike any other year seen before.
0: The Arctic has continued to warm at twice the rate of the planet as a whole, and the past year reinforced that trend.
1: The warm temperatures are contributing to extremely low sea ice levels. At the end of the summer, the ice was half of what it was 30 years ago.
0: As temperatures rise, the normally frozen ground or permafrost thaws, which releases much carbon and methane into the atmosphere, warming the climate even further.
1: Meanwhile, at the other pole, a man jumped into the icy waters off Antarctica, on purpose.
0: Lewis Pugh is an ardent activist working to raise awareness about protecting marine life. He set out to swim five kilometers to promote his campaign for the creation of three marine parks to prevent overfishing.
1: He reported that 200 meters in, he ran into trouble as he felt his tongue beginning to freeze.
0: He was able to swim just under one kilometer and was in the water for 17 and a half minutes.
1: The seemingly cold-blooded Pugh has been doing what he calls speed Diplomacy because all he wears is his swimsuit and a cap. He's already played an important role earlier this year in the creation of the world's largest marine protected area in the Ross Sea, an area about the size of France and Spain combined. And finally, on the topic of cold places, if you live in the Midwest or Canada, you don't need us to tell you it's been cold. How cold? It was warmer on Mars than in Minneapolis.
0: According to NASA's Curiosity rover, the forecast on the red planet called for sunny conditions with a high of 28 and a low of minus 104. That high temperature was warmer than the temperatures in 38 states.
1: But let's emphasize that although it's been nippy out there lately, 2016 is still on track to be the hottest year on record.
0: So given the risk of destroying our home planet, we wondered what we should expect if we need to colonize Mars. Thanks to our friends at Universe Today,
1: here's a few factoids. As a rule, Mars is dry, cold, and clear. In the summer, daytime temperatures can actually warm to 70 degrees At the equator, t shirt weather.
0: That same night, however, temperatures can drop to minus 130. That huge swing in one day can lead to dust storms that can engulf the entire planet.
1: It never rains on Mars because of its thin atmosphere and the lack of a magnetosphere which is necessary to shield water from solar radiation. Since the sun's radiation is constantly pummeling the planet, liquid water cannot exist, therefore no need to carry your umbrella.
0: Occasionally, however, clouds do form and snow does fall. The Martian snowflakes, sadly, are made of
1: carbon dioxide,
0: so you won't need to bring your skis.
1: One thing to bear in mind at this time of year is that it takes 687 days for Mars to go around the sun. So Santa will only have to drop by the red planet every other year. That'll save some wear and tear on his sled and give Rudolph a break.
0: We hope you're taking a break and enjoying the holiday season.
1: Best wishes from all of us at H20 Radio, and we'll be back on January 8th. This Week in Water is supported by the American Water Works Association. Sustainable water management means more than just conservation. Learn about water efficiency and resilience at awwa.org slash sustainable.